Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to Shit to Say with B and Day. My name is Day. We have B. Hi. And we have Mr. Lamont Woods here, owner of Woods Family Estates. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so y'all know how this go. Um, this is our first time being on YouTube. Usually we're recording and then you'll hear us on the podcast platforms. But uh we're gonna go ahead and step into that YouTube money. So let's get started. So we're gonna start with uh is it worth talking about? So I was talking to B and I was saying that, you know, <laughs> given what happened with the Amber Geiger uh chick, you know, the police officer who who was indicted for killing Botham John. Yeah, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, please mind us. What's his name? Botham John, right? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But anyway, so my issue was I know when it happened, a lot of people were going in because his brother chose to forgive her. And a lot of people were like, you know, how could he do that? And they were mad at the judge for hugging her and all that. And honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was in that situation, but I really don't have it in me to just like, just have hatred towards somebody. So I don't know. My question is, if y'all had somebody that harmed y'all family member, killed y'all family member, would you be able to forgive? Do you think you would be able to forgive them the way his brother forgave her? Ladies, <laughs> So forgiveness is for you. So you can release the stress that you have about a situation but you can forgive somebody and not just embrace them we need to stop being so forgiving to answer your question no <laughs> all right i'm not gonna be able to embrace her and tell her she needs to accept christ or whatever lord please forgive me let me not <laughs> just to answer your question no i wouldn't be able to do that um, like I said, forgiveness is for you. You don't have to display or let people know that you've forgiven somebody that crossed you or something like that. That's between you and, and your God. You could have prayed about it and, you know, released that off your heart. But to embrace her? No, we, I'm not. I'm not doing that. And if any of my people. <laughs> so what you saying? I, if Y'all better ride. You better not hug Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> That that killed me. No, that's I not mean, what we doing. That's not what I would have wanted. Okay, that's cool. not what I have. Cool. Okay. <laughs> How about you? For me, that was just the weirdest thing that I ever seen. I mean, yeah. we forgive. He forgiving her, but we don't forgive each other like that. You know, growing up in the hood, people would be at war forever over yes. some stuff like that. So, just to see him do that, then hear the comment that his dad made too, and see the judge and the police officer, that was just. Uh, crazy deal for me to see so i'm sure everybody is aware but if you don't know the judge came down to embrace her um his brother also said that he feel like she shouldn't go to jail and what did what did his dad say he said that was his dad said uh, he prayed on nothing that happened to him yeah i think his dad had said that part but that was just a, that was just crazy man mm-hmm. the whole family they must be a family of car i don't know who they believe in <laughs> they claim christ but but you brought up a good point though about the whole thing in the hood like when it comes well for war it's like this generation don't like that generation they never seen these people because that person hurt their family member or something like that you know going to carol and growing up like that ain't gonna happen you gotta be lucky if the person did they even make it to court Mm -hmm. because you know so like that's a different type of deal 
You said you would. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I can't, you know, I've seen people's like, oh, if you do it, my ghost going to come back and hunt you. Don't ever, you know, forgive somebody that hurt me. But I don't know. I'm just on something different in life. And I just don't know if I would be able to just live with so much, like, hatred in my heart or just, like. What did you read? seen that on the internet? What? What they was talking about. Oh, people. yeah. Yeah, see that? It, the internet is just like one of them places where people are say what they would mm-hmm. in certain situations, but you got to like mm-hmm. be in it. I'm not going to do that, but I'm saying some situations that you see, you got to be in those situations to be yeah. able to speak on what you will truly yeah. like do. That's true. Because sometimes the best things are unsaid. Like, uh, that's tough. I don't know what I do, so I'm just stay out of it. Yeah. It was my task to find another topic for is it worth talking about? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I didn't do the work. Sorry. Um, I've been on vacation. Like, my whole life just been coasting on vacation. So, <laughs> But I did see something on Facebook, which is something that everybody already know about. This is not a new topic. But it's just, like, people going to school, which is going to tie into our next segment. People going to school to obtain all of these degrees. And then when you get out, they want you to have eight years of experience and then want to offer you $12, $13 an hour. So what I saw, it was this position, not sure what it was, what the actual position was, but the education requirement was a master's degree. And you want to know the salary that they were offering or hourly wage? $15.29. What? Yeah. No, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. And the way society is set up and it all starts with the educational system, they're really, really, you go through the educational programs to be a worker for somebody else. They want you to, to obtain all these degrees. Mind you, the owners, they don't have degrees. They either got it passed down from family members or maybe they just started on their own. They had the capital to become um, a boss or some type of owner. And then you get in debt, get all these degrees, and they don't they want to pay you nothing. So, okay, well, you've been a business owner. Yeah. So, as we stated earlier, um, Lamont is one half of Wood's family estates. Um, his wife is his other partner, but she's at work, so we couldn't get her on um, schedule right now, but we'll get them both next time. So, as an owner, so do you mind me saying you, you didn't go to college, right? No. Okay. So you didn't go to college and you're doing well. So what would you, what would be your suggestion for people who teeter totter with, do I need to go to school? Because society tell everyone you need to go to school. You need to get all these degrees so you can be successful, but you took a different path and it's working out for you. So you want to get into like how that works for you? Years ago, I struggled with that because all my friends went to school you know, at the uh, high school and I was working a job. So I had more like real life experiences than they did. So they'll call me and say, when they got an apartment, I mean, my friend called me like, who to call it? I'm like, man, you live in Ruston. I stay in Monroe. So I was faced, but I, I realized if I wanted to have a seat at the table with people that was going, I was going around that had degrees and stuff like that. I had to figure something out and do something better for myself. So I read a quote one time that said, uh, formal education will make you a living, but a self-education will make you a fortune. Nice. When I read that quote, it kind of like, it by Jim Rome, it changed my life. So I started YouTubing successful people like Jay-Z, Nipsey, Jeezy, all the people that I look up to, watching how my dad and them did things, and uh, reading books. Man, I can't tell you how many books 
like I read and I've gave away. So like me educate myself on that. And I start learning about wealth and financial literacy and how you can create your own job and stuff like that. I like to help young people. They can lock your body, but they can't trap your mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna get me a trade or something like that. So now if I go get a trade, and I'm a plumber. These plumbers, you got some plumbers of state making hundred and some dollars, three hundred dollars an hour. So now you work for this company, you do your internship, but then you can leave this company and go create you a business. Now you go teach some young guys how to be a plumber. Now you ain't climbing on the houses, fixing toilets, and you ain't doing that, and you created a business. So that was kind of like how I looked at it. I was like, I got a free education. I like say so I got a degree from U2 University, and I don't Sally May, nothing. So I kind of took that approach because like school and even the that wasn't never my thing. So I just had to find something in life to carve out my own lane, and I kind of went educated. Everything I know today, I kind of learned. On my own, just I probably read a hundred books, listened to thousands of podcasts, but that kind of helped me get to the point I am today. That's what's up. I would definitely trade in all of my degrees for a YouTube degree because <laughs> that shit is free. And, and he's right. Everything is everything you want to know is out there for you. Yeah. But they know to keep us not to make it a race thing. But I really don't care about anybody but us getting us to the next level where we need to be. Um, they know to, in order to keep us away from knowing something, you put it inside a book. Yeah, put it inside they a book. They write a say you want to hire something from a black man, put it in a book. And right. I think if you do take that route, don't stop learning, though. Like, like keep learning, keep pouring into yourself. Don't read a book in the classroom, but don't read a book for yourself. Because mm -hmm. reading them, them $20 books... Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the richest man in Babylon, me and they, they changed my life and they got me like where I am today. So I say that if you do take that route, keep learning though. Don't just stop learning when school over mm -hmm. because you know you want to be the sponge and keep us ordered. That is true. You're a, you're a lifelong student. Yeah. It's exhausting, but you got to do it. That's part of the game and the process though. Like, it is. And then you learn, like you say, you learn and then you're able to teach others. Yeah, teach them. So, like, what I was, when I was talking to B about this, since both of y'all, I was telling her, you know, y'all basically are both in the same, you know, field as far as real estate. Um, congratulations to B. She just got her license to be a real estate agent in the state of Georgia. Good job. <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm talking about. Like, don't just stop just because she got a law degree. Like, just keep on getting all the bags you can get. So I say, since both of y'all are heavily involved with real estate, can you think of ways we can push this movement to classrooms so our youth can be educated on how they can have another? Um, source of income, housing for themselves, and, you know, build generational wealth for their families. Have you ever thought about doing it, like taking this into the classrooms? Yeah, I'm working on a program called uh, GMC, Great Minds Can, Youth Development, Making the Leaders of Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that's basically talking about, like, reading books, financially wealth, creating financial wealth and freedom and stuff like that, generational wealth. And doing those things because of, I think that's something that's not taught or that's something that's not heard at home. So how do you get that information? Mm -hmm. Like people coming in, providing that information. But my take, when you're talking about real estate, overall people don't believe it's real because mm -hmm. uh, when you look like us, mm -hmm. it's always the fact that they gotta be the owners versus us mm -hmm. being the owners and things like this. So I think 
Because we start getting to the point where we can present it where it's a real life thing. There's mm-hmm. people making real life money. Mm-hmm. And this stuff can like change your life to the point where you don't need a job and different things like that. So that's kind of... That's good you're working on that. Like, um, that's what's up. Like, because, like, B said, our classrooms are designed to keep us working for other people. And it's so many trades and there's so many businesses that kids can be educated on so they don't... Because everybody... the way, When we were in school, it was drilled in you. Once you finish school, you go. You can go to the military, you can go to college, or you can start working. That's it. That's the, those are your choices. But now it's you. It's so many ways to go out there and get money, and you know you don't have to do it the traditional way that you know America tried to. And again, the only reason why that was pushed on us so much is to make other people rich. All these universities, all this money, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in tuition and things that you can, like you say, go on. YouTube and really learn yourself. I feel like the only reason why you really need to go to school is you're trying to do something that requires like a degree, like law, doctor, yeah. nursing. Yeah. But like me, I feel like I'm kind of regretful that my major was communications because like it's not really something that I really, it's things that they can teach you in school, but it's a lot of things that I've learned about communication studies that I've learned on my own. So, but Big ups to your program. I can't wait to hear more about it. Appreciate it. So I saw, um, don't you do like, not corner classes, um, didn't you host like a real estate yeah. class at some point? So do you plan on doing more of those? Do you want to tell the people more about that? So they maybe get involved, sponsors, just come out and see what yeah, he's I, talking about? Yeah, I plan on doing another one uh, like November. Mm-hmm. Last one for the year. It was mm-hmm. me and my friend. Shout out to Jeremy Derrick, Emmanuel Pierce, and my friend. We got this little group called Real Estate Kings where we have calls and we talk about what books we read and we discuss our goals and different things like that. So, yeah, I plan on doing another uh, class. But like I said, just trying to get people to understand it's a real thing. So mm-hmm. you look at, like, I use Instagram as, like, a tactic to get people to understand it's real. Like, I, everything I post is by design to mm-hmm. get people to say, but... If you go on my page, you might see 600 followers. You go on this page, page might be 20,000, 20, but mm-hmm. I might got more properties. Mm-hmm. But that's who drives the attention because of the followers. So we got to get out of the illusion stage. And then once we get out of that, people start coming to the class, stuff like that. Last class, I had like three people. It's a challenge. It's hard, but I told myself 2020 is something that I want to do, so I'm going to do it. I kind of mm-hmm. got frustrated with it, but my wife just told me, like, you just do what you can, mm-hmm. do your part. So yeah. next year, I'm going to do it once a month. We're going to have a neighborhood right here. We're going to come in once a month, every Thursday evening, and mm-hmm. I'm going to teach people any questions they got. I got uh, David Dunaway here in real estate. He's going to help me out, mm-hmm. and we're going to uh, do it like that and just teach people and help people out. And hopefully, we can go to all these parties and mm-hmm. homecoming and all mm-hmm. that. Hopefully, like we can come and get some information, the fruit that's gonna help us plant the seeds that we need 10 to 20 years down the road. So that's what I plan on doing for next year. The things that Lamont and his team does, like I don't know if anybody or if everybody realizes like how important it is because I was saying the guy on Shark Tank, I know somebody was calling because they felt like they had got like swindled out of like $30,000 for a real estate class. And they said they hadn't learned anything. She said it was her and her fiance. And you know, she called a radio station like she was frustrated. 
So when this man and his team, they're hosting these free classes telling you how to get money. Like they're not getting anything out of it because of besides just sharing knowledge because he got his stuff going. Like, so that's why I say it's crazy if you sit there and you want to get into, are you, are you, you don't know how to get started and you have the resources and you just still choose not to do anything. You think pride come before the fall? I think sometimes yeah. I look at it like it's because it's you. Mm-hmm. That's why. Like yeah. I look at it like if it was somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like because of I got people on the other side that's a little bit older than me. I'm 30, but mm-hmm. they he do kind of like the same thing. But well, more is people involved and stuff like that too. So I got to get that credit. But sometimes I'll be like, man, I wonder if it wasn't that person, how mm-hmm. would it be? You know, mm-hmm. like some people might go to a party because. You know, the twins doing it because mm-hmm. it's the twins. But mm-hmm. then somebody else might go do it and they might be like, nah, I'm good on that. Right. I ain't really so. Mm-hmm. Do y'all agree that I feel like in our culture it's so much of a popularity contest at times that we miss the stuff that we should have because of, I ain't mess with that person. I ain't going to talk to that person. I went to school with that person. They still see you as that person. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to see you as Brittany or the John Day. You a grown woman. Mm-hmm. You got kids. Mm-hmm. Taking care of your business. You a grown woman. You handling your business. So I, you, like people grow and stuff, but I feel like now, coach, we just so stuck on like it's you. So I'm not going. I believe. I believe that. But at the same time, if that's the case, then we're not doing nothing but hurting ourselves because again, like you know, you got to if you're basing it on popularity, that person that's more popular might not have as much information because they're so popular. You know, they don't have as much time to spread themselves out. You know, like you do right now. So. Like, you don't do nothing but shoot yourself in the foot if you're still thinking like that. Like, I feel like that's childish, but... True, and you better tell them now. Get them while the price uh-huh. is zero. Because when you start charging, you're going to be The price is about to go up. The price is about to go up. My friends say that all the time because, like, you know, you might have a class, three people come, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go in my DMs, I might got, I might post a video and get 20 messages. Mm-hmm. Then you it's like, the same. I'm like, well, why? I can't, like, I try my best to explain it, but... I ain't no English teacher, so mm-hmm. my grandma might be off. I might got these words, but like it's like I can't really explain right. it unless we talking physically, which I try to make myself available to do. And the other day, one of my partners asked me about consult. He was like, "Man, at some point, like this guy I look up to, like this guy Midnight Scooter, he got like 150 properties, wow. and he owned like three businesses, and I met him alone. Like God was like, I met him." He changed my perspective on how I look at the bank and this and this. And he was kind of like, man, at some point, your time comes more valuable because you make yourself available to everybody. Like, we go to home, come, everybody like, hi, what's your number? I give, but he was like, at some point, you got it. And I was like, that's just part of me. Like, that don't really bother me. But, mm-hmm. like, what, what y'all think about that? Well, I'm not going to say you can only give out so much free game. But you see who's utilizing it and who's not. Mm-hmm. But you're right. They'll go pay somebody else $50, $60, $300 for a real estate class but won't pay you. And then to get pissed off at you saying that you're trying to exploit your people because you charging like you ain't got to eat too. But you will go pay somebody else. I don't understand how that works and we need to stop doing that as a people. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying right now is not. You know, a thing to you, but 
you headed to the top. So you're right. Your time is about to start shrinking. So this time that you have now, and not saying that once you get less time, that's when you start charging for it. I don't know. I guess it, it just got to be a personal thing because mm-hmm. your money is going to make you money. Your property is going to make you money, your business. But if they charging for it, <laughs> I don't know. But but this just because my thing is we live in a capitalist society Yo. and how they expecting you not to eat too. Like you don't have bills and kids to feed, but you not even taking when he was trying to give it to you for the free. You didn't want it. Even if you're not in a position <laughs> to where you can like, you know, do this right now, at least just have the knowledge. Like I went to a seminar I don't know if you familiar. I know Brittany know you know the um lady that be doing the miracle drops, BB Judy, lady from New Orleans. But anyway, she got like a um a million dollar hair company or whatever. And she had a free seminar. I'm eight months pregnant with my son. I'm wobbling myself in that seminar because it's free because I know if I go on her when I go on her website, I'm seeing she charging five hundred dollars an hour for the same information that she giving out for free right now. So it's just like at some point I'm pretty sure and she basically has the same testimony that she was saying. Like she was saying, you know, she did the same seminar I think probably like two years prior and like probably like ten people showed up. But now then people seeing how her business is profiting, you know, she posting all her numbers and stuff on Instagram. Now she doing it again and now everybody wanna flock out or whatever. So it's just like sometimes it just takes people to actually I guess see it for themselves. I don't know. It's not a guess that is how we operate as people like you could tell them you got the knowledge. It's like people I know got all the knowledge in the world, but maybe their life, their lives don't really show it. So people don't want to listen to you. They looking at you like, well, why you ain't doing what you say do? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's easier said than done, but it's it's just kind of weird. Like, take what you need and leave the rest of if somebody offer you some type of information that can be. Um, fruitful for your life even if it's not working for them if you taking it in it's like okay I can kind of make this work one way or another why would you dismiss it because of the messenger take the message don't worry about the messenger so we can rant on and on about that but quick question about you (laughs) (laughs) a quick So, question to you being a business owner, a manager of all of your properties. So, okay, we follow you on social media. We see the ups and the downs, but what are the most frustrating things that you have to go through with being an owner of properties, a manager of properties, or however you want to say that? Oh, no. Uh, I say sometimes putting your heart in it because, you know, sometimes you might have tenants that got families and stuff like that. And you like, hey, man, I need my money. You ain't paid yet. But then it's kind of like, it's kind of like, man, damn, I really don't want to do this. But then the bottom line is I got to do this. And sometimes I didn't drug it out to months. And like, you know, so sometimes I say putting your heart in it. And I've worked in my business for like a long time, but now I got the luxury of like sitting here talking to y'all because mm-hmm. I don't got to do that stuff no more. I got people to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge too because uh, you have to think about when I had to think about when I went to work, I was a slop ass employee. Like I was just going to work trying to get by. Well, and sometimes when you hire people, they do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But now you the owner. So now 
it shows you the perspective of what them people you were working <laughs> for was thinking. So <laughs> just dealing with people mm-hmm. and business, I say that's the uh, most hard challenge. Don't if you're gonna be in the landlord, I say just don't put too much of your heart in it. But you gotta remember the bottom line at the end of the day, we all human beings, though. What was the hardest part starting out? Like when you was first trying to get started. Uh, first, when I was first trying to get started, the hardest part was uh, going to the bank because I grew up in an era when I was growing up. My dad always said cash, cash, cash. Like it was mm-hmm. cash money, it was cash money. So starting out, me and my wife had bought a property on the south side. We sacrificed and we stayed in the property. Then my wife was just like, we're gonna buy it. We ended up calling the guy. And he was like, I'll sell it to you guys, $15,000. So we had got like $7,000 a piece for our income tax. And we spent all our money. We had like $600, but it was a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So like we stayed rent free for like two years and we was able to save and get geared up. And like I said, I met this guy named Scooter High, the white guy, I met him. I was trying to sell a property one time. I thought I wanted to do that, make the fast money. And I ended up making him. And I was like, man, how he had like 60 some properties at the time. And I was like, man, how you get all those properties? He'd like, go to the bank. I was like, man, I ain't going there because I bought mine cash and all I knew was cash, but I just always tell my wife, like, look at what I make, look at what she make. If we try to buy these cash, look how long it's gonna take to save mm-hmm. and buy one. So when I met him, it was an eye opener. He was young, he 33. So he was young and doing it at that level and he didn't have a job, nothing like that. He didn't look like me and I had to get past that. That was one of the biggest mental her getting past what they gonna think, well, I went in there, educated, I studied, knew what I wanted to say, knew what type of loans I wanted, mm-hmm. knew how I wanted to do it, and it worked out for me. So I say my first was going to the bank and getting, I could have got started earlier, but I was letting my skin color stop me. I was letting like what I grew up on stop me and stuff like that. But the day I did that, shit, that changed my life. That is so true. Fear holds you back from a lot, but being educated, just knowing, having the gift of gab, knowing how to talk, that'll get you in some doors. You go in there, you know what you're talking about, you'll open your own doors. Thank God, you know, there are doors that are open for you without you having to do it. you just being in the right place at the right time. But like I said, knowing your shit, it, you do it on your own because he said he studied. You have to put in the time and the work. So you could go to the next level in life or whatever you're trying to do to achieve your next goal. You have to put in the work. And like he said, the sacrifices. And I'm talking to myself because me, I, I feel like I'm just starting to live life. So I don't want to. I, I struggled for a long, long time. And I don't want to go back to that struggle. And that's that fear holding me back. But um, you have to be ready to sacrifice something willing to put in the work in order to be successful and be a millionaire like this man here. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just say how proud of you yeah, that we are real. this Kara High School, like alumni um, from people say the hood or whatever you want to say. We have a small city here, uh, Monroe, Louisiana, but just the fact that this man and the other people that he named that they're doing what they're doing, like in our city, it is so, so it's amazing. It's amazing. And I just want to go over and say that we are proud, proud of you. Yeah, man. We are. Yeah, living. We all still <laughs> doing 
doing doing well. But to your point, you said time. I think we live in a generation where Instagram, we can put food in the microwave, we can go out to eat instead of so I hear so many people family and certain friends, they be like, man, I ain't got time. And I be like, damn, if I can make time, time all the stuff I got to do, I got to be a husband, a dad, got to be a business owner, my son play football, my daughter dance and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, bro, if I can make time, like, what are you telling me about? You can't make time to do something. So that kind of irritate me with people, but then it goes back to teacher's own. You know, you kind of kind of let you know, you want to give people advice, but you don't want to be so stern with it to the point that I tried that before, and that caused like where well, you breaking relationships, mm-hmm. and you realize that that's when people get the mentality you think you. But no, I just want the same thing for myself. I want it for you, mm-hmm. but you showed me that you didn't want it that help bad for yourself. So I kind of just, I still love you, but I'm gonna back up, so I won't mm-hmm. be putting so much on you, or my expectations on you live your life, my nigga. But. God bless you. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that goes to my next question. Okay, so when people see where you are, what you've done, and you write, it's the delivery. Delivery is a big thing, but at the same time, it's like when you deal with people that you love or people that you, you want to do well, it's like, my nigga, do what you gotta do. Like, listen to what I'm telling you, do what you gotta do, and that do that causes them to be like, oh, no, I ain't fuck with you. They still miss the whole message, and they don't get what they need, so... Your approach to it was just to back off. Like, do you approach them again later? Just try to do it um, a more softer approach, or you just completely back off the situation? I think it's more of a they approach you later. Because mm-hmm. you got people now, you have friends when you start like, your podcast is going to blow one day. Then it's going to be another generation of y'all like, how you do that? And it's like the whole time I've been telling you this. It was like, I was talking about real estate the whole time, but it was just like me cracking the code, figuring out how, what I had to figure out to get in the game. Mm-hmm. So now people are like, man, what I need? I'm like, man, I remember us sitting on the porch and this all I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Nobody was saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Everybody was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that shit again. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now they come back like, boom, but I'm still there to give them the blueprints because I can talk about that shit. All day I can talk about trying to make some money all day and different mm-hmm. things like that because, you know, I got the family and stuff like that, so trying to make sure they in the best position as possible. So that's kinda how I look. So I think they approach you. It's gonna be years down the road. They gonna come back and say, mm-hmm. Hey Jada, hey Brittany, how y'all you like, man, I've been telling you this shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. So do you say that for <laughs> I mean like no. I've been told you they you don't say that. that. You don't have to even that's okay. that I told you, so you don't even have to live in a generation where everybody in our feelings if we talk mm-hmm. about facts because you can read some on Instagram Facebook indirectly and you got people sending this to other people feeling some type of way like I want to man I don't give a shit who they talking about I don't know I ain't even finna try to work my brain that hard to try to feel we live in a generation where everything kind of feelings you know I don't know if y'all agree with that. Yeah, people being they feel yes. it's like hard, and all you be trying to do is just state facts the whole time, and you and don't even be trying to make it all. What you said earlier, that respect, that why disrespect because of like I feel that same way. I feel like, you know, people look up to people outside of they they situation, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it in. Like I look up. I wouldn't be an entrepreneur if my best friend Jeremy ain't teach me how to be fearless. That's mm-hmm. one dude that's crazy. Yeah, he don't care about shit. He been doing shit since we were in high school. I wouldn't be where I am today if my nigga Derek went like, hey, bro, you got to do this strategically. You got to mm-hmm. do this this way. You got to do that that way. Then I met this other dude named Pierce. That's one mm-hmm. of my, my bro. Like, man, him do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he just retired from his job last month. Like, I met him two years ago. He was crazy enough to listen to me. Mm-hmm. He started doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. He helped me. I helped him. 
And so it's kind of like, I like, I, I, I respect Jay Morris and Big Business, all these mm-hmm. dudes on Instagram I look up to, but like, I look up to my homies too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my inspiration. Yeah. Like, my niggas that I came from, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like outside of me, like my dog Poopo was growing up, mm-hmm. see him on maternity, people, they showing me pictures, I'm finna mm-hmm. fall out. Like, this is Jeffrey, this ain't Poopo. <laughs> so I think sometimes, like, we gotta get info, like, inspiration from, mm-hmm. like, at the crib first, yeah. and then we're gonna take it on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think people. People kind of look over there sometimes, though. Uh, it's a it's a lot to do with social media. Like I I seen you post before, like how people will repost people that they don't even know, never met before, never will meet in their life. Before you you post somebody right here that you know that you know. Like I, I saw that before, and I was like, he right. Like he is absolutely right, and I I don't know why, but yeah, but like you say, those that you deal with like-minded people they they're the same people that can help you get in the position that you're trying to get in because like you know these people it's not no stranger that you're looking up to on the internet it's your people yeah so we've been living up in a broken culture where it's like the guy want to come down the block in the bins but he don't want to tell you how he <laughs> got the bins see i said i always told myself god you let me figure this out i'm gonna take a different approach and i want to tell people that hey bro I'm 30, you can't retire from your job. Mm-hmm. Fuck what they saying, I'm saying this, like you can do this, cause I was able to, you know, so it's like things you can do that they telling you that you can't, but mm-hmm. in our culture, we try to hide all the information and we try to keep the bag and we try not to, like nah, same thing I want for myself, I want for Jeremy. That's why, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, same thing I want myself, my little brother, like people that I love, like hopefully we all get to that point. And want that because I'm this type of person like if I eat I want my people to eat too because how am I going to be able to enjoy eating and I'm seeing my people like your plate like come on like I want us all to eat like but at the same time you can't be lazy like you you have to get up and you get it like I'm telling you the recipe so you're gonna have to cook your own food I'm not gonna cook it for you but yeah um, that's the thing they want you to give it to them on a platter and that's not how it works. And they really get full out mad at you because you won't, oh, you, you got this going on, so why you ain't help me? I, I'm i literally trying to help you right now. I'm giving you the information to do what I've done or do, do more than what I've done and you not taking it. You want me to come say here, here. And that's why the people tell you pull, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It has a negative connotation on it, but that shit real. Mm-hmm. You do have to pull your own... Like, you can't expect somebody else to do it for you. So... But the sacrifices, though, like... Mm-hmm. You know, Are you willing to do that? Like, That's what separates you, too. Like, you know, somebody might see... Pro say, see me today and be like, hey, man, but, like, bro, I went to work. Eight hours, nine hours a day, got my ass out work when worked on them houses. Like, yeah. I ain't had no weekend. I love watching football and stuff mm-hmm. with my son and stuff on the weekend, mm-hmm. my dad, but I couldn't do that for like two years because of like, mm-hmm. I sacrificed because I knew I had one thing in my mind, bro, you got to get out the job. Like, mm-hmm. this ain't gonna work. So it was like, get off work, go back to work. That shit caused relationship problems, mm-hmm. that shit caused all type of problems because. You know, people like, bro, you ain't got no time to hit you. I'm like, man, like, and that dude put a screen on stuff because, like, you got to commit your time to this, but it's like the greater the good because I looked at, like, who going to take care of we? It's like somebody got to still go to the back and go do it. So I was like, man, I know people going to be thinking on, but that's cool. I take that, but I'm going to go do this, and I'm going to bring it back when I figure it out. So, mm-hmm. like, 
we just don't understand sacrifices. Like mm -hmm. we just want to shit the red carpet to be rolled out and think the dudes that you see on the gram or the people that you see on the gram, like you know, they ain't had nobody. I know Drake got a line where he was like, it wasn't nobody there. Now I can pack that joint out three nights in a row. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like you got to start somewhere and stuff like that. But I don't think we understand that word sacrifice should be like hung up outside in the clouds every fucking way you go because of like people don't understand them. like you got sometimes you got to stay in an apartment before you get to the crib mm -hmm. I stayed in the hood before I was able to move to the to the and then and when you still when you move over there that don't mean shit mm -hmm. that's just some logic that we created in our, our mind well let me ask you this because like you say you move from one area to another I recently ran across a concept that owning a home is actually not the American dream like everybody try to put it on because you are amassing a, a huge debt, but of course I'm sure your shit already paid off. No, um, but, but I mean, just, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have a, a higher likelihood of paying it off way more sooner than other people would. Well, just using yeah. this, you know, as an example. So do you think that owning your own home is a form of how I want to put it? Liability. Yeah, it's like it's a high liability. They said it's not really all what it's crap, cracked up to be because you're paying a property tax on it. So you shelling out depends on how much the property work, what area that you're in. You're shelling out extra 15, 10, 15, 20 thousand dollars a year. A wealth tax is what they call it, but they say property taxes. But um, like I say, if you buy a, a decent looking house, okay, 100K, 200, 300K. Um, so their alternative was just rent, you know, or maybe just buy one property or just keep renting and then still own other properties where you rent those out as well. You use your income from your rental properties to pay for what you're renting instead of owning something and, you know, mm -hmm. Shelling out of the property tax. What you think about that? Yeah, I agree with that. Like, uh, having a personal house, in my opinion, is a liability because of the sense you got to pay for it because they're going to put you on paper for 30 years. 30. Now, every time you sign up for some debt that don't make you money, you got to work harder to pay for that debt. So, like, if you go buy a car, you got, you ain't doubling them damn payments or something. Mm -hmm. You got to understand for 72 months, you got to work your ass off. Like, you got to, so I think, uh, yeah, my approach was, you know, like we bought that house on the south side, then we had bought another house, and then when I did get the house, it was able to pay for my mortgage. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, I was accumulating some debt, but it was like free, mm -hmm. or I knew at least one of those houses was gonna pay rent, and I ain't owe nobody, so I can pay like 75% of the mortgage. Mm -hmm. It only cost me a little bit. So mm -hmm. I agree with that, because coming with home ownership, coming with the plumbing, go out, the roof start leaking, some of the stuff my tenants called me about, I gotta go fix this in my personal house. It's a lot of upkeep. Mm -hmm. So I think that like, uh, that's something that you gotta kind of be like in a mindset to understand. Cause like, that shit the American dream, but I don't, to them, I don't know who said that, but mm -hmm. I don't agree with that. But I think that it's a lot built in my opinion. Well, I first heard, I was talking to my homeboy, Brandon Wigley, shout out to B-Dub. Yeah, but, no, um, dude, um, Instagram following him and Jay Morrison real. Yeah. Cool, yeah, dude be talking that positive. Yeah, yeah like he's yeah. I learned so much from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, been yeah. talking about him like that's yeah. like the homie. Yeah, you mm -hmm. a, yeah. Shout out to you, bro. You a positive dude. You uh -huh. know, I seen the other day he said he's gonna drive his uh Mitsubishi like a uh, Porsche. You know what I'm saying? But that's hey, that's, I just drive my bucket. 
You know, I was driving my my first truck. Mm-hmm. Like, and my son was like, I told my son, this is the foundation. And he was like, that, what you mean? He's like, I want to get in that truck. I was like, but I had to explain to him, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have this truck if it wasn't for what I had to do in mm-hmm. that truck. And y'all proud that he kind of understood that because he know, like, what I meant. So, yeah, dude, positive, though. Um, that's who I first heard it from. But then I started seeing it other places, too, just trying to do my research. I will admit I do not study my craft like I'm supposed to real estate just all that invest and all of that but um a few things I read I I ran across that concept and I don't know I feel different ways about it I mean it makes sense them saying that yeah that it is a lot of upkeep that is debt that you well I mean I guess if you buy other properties well I don't understand because okay now that I'm thinking about it if you do have other rental properties you got to keep them up too and you still have to pay property taxes, but I mean, I guess one pays for the other, mm-hmm. but you have to start somewhere. So why not start with, uh, let me go back to this. Why not start with your own home? Cause my, I have not purchased a home yet, but where I'm, my mind going on it, that's not gonna be my forever home. Some people buy a home and they say in it till they die. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what we doing here. I'm gonna use their home to, you know, buy other properties. So that's think- the way you did it, right? Well, I just bought mine because I didn't want to pay the white dude rent no more. I got tired of him coming to my door. So, so it was kind of like that. And the house was cheap, and we was already living there. So I had to pay for But I tell people, you got two routes. I know in Monroe, we don't got so many of them, but they kind of building it up. So you can go get a duplex, per se. Say you stay on one side, the mortgage 500, right? I'm going to go rent the, I'm going to sacrifice for a year or two. I'm going to rent the other side out for $700. Pay my mortgage, now I got $200 of cash flow that I can save up for 24 months, mm-hmm. and then I can take that and apply to another property. Now, I'm gonna move out this duplex, and now I'm getting 700, so that's 14. Now I got this hot mortgage that's over here $900. How does the mortgage pay get paid? By this 1400 over there, people mm-hmm. be like, well, the re- you were smart enough to pay it yourself before you got mm-hmm. you. You gonna, be, you gonna save and be smart enough to mm-hmm. take care of it if you got in the jam, so I say things like that, and even if, you know, you ever watch some TV shows, HGTV and stuff, yeah. you be wondering, man, why they got a half a million dollar budget, but they buy a, a $200,000 house and put $100,000 in it. Why? Because of equity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it's worth a half, but I only paid three. Why you think they get all them boats and shit? They mm-hmm. ca- kids go to college and mm-hmm. shit like equity that. They bought credits. off their property. So mm-hmm. now, but in our culture, we got the girlfriends or we got the husband or whatever, the wife's. I want my house fixed up. We move. It got to be painted. It got to be ready to go instead of going in there, fixing it up, putting some sweat equity in it. And now you can use that that house as your personal piggy bank to help start your real estate business. But the sacrifice, they want to move in the house and have a house on party, invite everybody over. <laughs> they want to have shit everywhere and all like that. Like when I moved in my house, Jeremy, my, my wife didn't want to have a party. I moved in the house on Christmas Eve. My birthday on the 27th of December, we had the party. I'm gonna burn the couches, boxes everywhere. <laughs> we having a party, we gonna mm-hmm. kick it and stuff like that. So that go back kind of back to sacrifice, but that kind of teaches on, but I say you buy the duplex or do the FHA loan, you can That's put right. 3.5% down mm-hmm. and you can stay in it. You only gotta stay in it for a year. Mm-hmm. And then you move out of it. You try to get you a realtor that's good enough. Someone tell you can't apply for another one. You get you a good realtor, like true. like Brittany. <laughs> I ain't started yet, but I'm coming. And y'all. then you go get you another FHA loan mm-hmm. to take advantage of that shit, and go get you another one and let that house for that house, and then you just kind of keep on going with it. And so I say, if you do buy a personal, I use it as a tool. 
don't just use it as get it and say I'm gonna go to sleep. Hey, so I tell my family, my kids, everybody in my house echo this. What we do in the house? Shit, spend money. The money made outside. You gotta pay the light bill. You gotta pay the water bill. You gotta pay to watch TV. You gotta pay to cook. So I'm like. I don't want just no, no, like this crazy. Shit. I'm gonna go outside and make me some money, and then I think about that later on. So mm-hmm. that's how I kind of look at it. That's a lot of gems, like you be dropping. I don't see how people don't see that they should take advantage of it, but to each his own. Um, I had a question in my head when y'all was talking, but I forgot. So. You can be included in this side of the Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this part of the segment, let me explain to you. Me and Day, we just talk about things that we have been working on, um, are working on, or plan to work on, like how to fix ourselves, make our lives better, do something differently so you can get a better result. So um, do you have some shit that you want to clean up? Yeah. We can be personal, um, business, um, any any aspect of life. Like, what do you feel like you need to work on or clean up your shit? It's called clean up my own shit. I'm trying to get more organized. Like, I be having sheets and shit everywhere, different things, get more organized and get, like, more scraped out, wake up earlier. My my biggest thing is, like, time management. And, Mm -hmm. like, like, I devoted so much time to the business, but this year I'm trying to devote more time to, like, Lamar. Shit, I want to do, like, wake up, go to the gym, or, like, go do certain things. Like, might want to, instead of saying, man, I ain't got time to take a trip. Like, bro, you work hard, trip. fuck that. Mm-hmm. Take a trip. Yeah. So, kind of getting out of the mindset of that. So, just being 2020, I just want to clean up to be the best person. I can be help more people, be more involved with my family instead of. Saying I can't go to the dinner or something, let me get my ass up, mm-hmm. make sure I'm at this dinner, make sure I'm doing this, and make sure you're doing it because, you know, you gotta clean yourself up when you become whatever people think you are because mm-hmm. they're gonna they go quote unquote come with that, I oh, think he too good now, she thinks she too good now, shit. So, well, stop, stop saying people. that shit. Stop <laughs> saying that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People do like some mm-hmm. fact that people you can be the same person that help out everybody. You can go on the IG and make a clip, you mm-hmm. don't want nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. But it's like people so like gotta make sure you at all the cookouts, you gotta make sure you at everything because you don't want that like some that kind of label. So I'm just trying to clean up my shit, be the best me I can be. That's what's up. That's what's up. That you have some shit you want to clean up? Ah, a lot of stuff to clean up. <laughs> we ain't recording in so long, so like we done miss doing this like every week. But um, honestly, the main thing I want to do is like go ahead. I don't want to wait till 2020 like to complete my goals. Like I'm trying to go ahead and like get them into completion. I'm going back to school in January. That's so scary for me because I've like never went to school. Like I've done school online since I've had kids, but I've never went to school like on campus having kids. Like I'm gonna be traveling to Grambling trying to go to school with two children who I have all day, every day. Like that's my full time job. That's my first job. So I just want not to get a lot of times I set goals for myself and then like when something comes and like a monkey get wrench gets thrown in it. I just be like, forget it. I'll, I'll come back to that. But I like, I'm not gonna let anything stop me from like completing my goals, and I'm not waiting until next year to get started. So yes, congratulations mm-hmm. on you going back to school. Thank you. Good job. Going back Thank to school. Um, uh, so shit, I want to clean up. Um, since we're talking about the real estate, 
um, as they said, I am involved in real estate, but I'm on the whole other side of the table. So as a closing attorney, so some states you have to be, you have to have an attorney to do a closing or buy property. Um, some states have title companies that you don't have to have an attorney, but Louisiana in the state that I live in, Georgia, you have to have a licensed attorney to do the closing. And that's what I do. Um, as also we stated, pass our real estate exam. So what I want to clean up is try to get in front of the camera more, figure out how to market myself, get with this gym here and learn what he knows so I can be on all sides of the table. I really need all the checks. So um, <laughs> he get the biggest check, so I'm trying to see how to get on his side of the table. So really just taking advantage of the people I not taking advantage of them, but just like picking their brains for knowledge because that's invaluable. You can't put a price on knowledge. So just taking in knowledge, uh, reading more, just getting into getting out more, meeting people because those degrees that we just talked about, they don't mean nothing. You got to rub shoulders with people. You really have to get yourself out there so uh, people can know who you are. That way when somebody do throw your name out there, they're like, oh, who is that? Why would we go with her instead of such and such? Because I know I got a bomb personality, but you got to meet me to know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, just getting myself out there more. And like they said, we're not waiting to January. This fourth quarter pressure here is about to get cold. So that's a challenge for me. I don't yes. like to do anything in the cold, but... <laughs> I just bought some fall gear, winter gear, so I'm going to put on my jackets and we, it's about to go up. So that's that on that. So you guys have some last words, closing words. Well, appreciate them for bringing me on. These two have been, mm. I told them them again, they've been rocking <laughs> for a long time. Uh, they're good to see you when people come back and they still together and they still living. You know, I, we, Sometimes we had a perception of doing well, mean like doing this and doing this shit. But for me, going like homecoming, seeing them there, seeing my homies there, seeing people that we alive. I got one homie in jail. Like rest of my homies, like alive. We doing all right. We living. We ain't out here trying to hurt nobody. And then we working for a living, providing for our families. The ladies, they bossing up. They doing their thing, and they got clothing lines, podcasts. They being great moms and different stuff like <laughs> that. There, so like. Just, you know, get to see everybody, like, making their runs and making their rounds and moving around and doing what they got to do. Yes. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Lamont. This is only the first of many interviews. Like I said, I'm speaking. I see a, a real estate podcast in Lamont's future, so maybe we'll be able to be guests on there. Y'all gonna start it for me. I'm, I'm, I will. All right. I was up as real one, two, three. Right. Real, real basic, but. Maybe y'all ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right, All right y'all. So thank y'all for tuning in. This is our first video that is going up on YouTube. I'm gonna figure out how to get the audio and upload it on podcast app so y'all can listen there and on YouTube. Um, I'm gonna post our link. However that stuff works, I'm going to figure it out within the next two days, and this will be posted for y'all. So thank y'all for tuning in. All right. And SoundCloud, too, for the Android. Oh, yeah. SoundCloud. And, <laughs> okay, let's start over. Shit to Say Podcast. That's the name. And you can find us on um, Instagram at SHT. Number two. Number two. Podcast. Oh, D-C-A-S-T. Y'all know how to spell podcast. <laughs> and on um, Apple iTunes, 
podcast app. So shit to say with some shit to say with B and A, and also on SoundCloud too. So now we gone for real. All right, All right. see y'all. <laughs>